Welcome to the Word of Life podcast, a ministry of Word of Life Church, located in Lesseur, Minnesota. From sermon audio to midweek content and much more, we hope you are blessed by what you hear. For more information or to donate, please visit wordoflifemn.com. Now, enjoy this week's episode. So Thanksgiving was exciting because we had games because we do the saran wrap game yep. with the interest family. Have you guys ever done that? What's the saran wrap? Oh, oh my goodness. hilarious. No, no. We'll do it for you. If. When we get to yeah. touch the same thing. But my sister-in-law, she did it with their group of friends and she goes, it was the most unfun game I've ever played. And so that was the first time she'd ever played it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this game is so much fun. You got to play this. And she goes, Crystal, it was not fun at all. I'm like, okay, you're not with the right people. <laughs> So, so but what's like the basic? So you basically wrap up gifts in a giant roll of saran wrap, <laughs> and so do and not then, use press and seal. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> so like okay. multiple. So there's Noted. gifts on different layers through this, and I'm talking depending yes. upon how well you do it and how good your friends are. Yes. I'm talking a ball of saran wrap this big, that each person is trying to like unravel. And get a gift out, and then the next person then takes over. You're rolling dice, and once you reach that special yeah. number, then the next person gets it. But I know some people we don't do it. You have to wear oven mitts while doing it, trying to get this one wrap off. Yes, we don't do that. We don't okay. do oven okay. mitts. We do wine. Oh, so there you, you really get fun. <laughs> See, we have kids. Wow. <laughs> we do too. They're just you know, yeah, the it. kids don't drink. Okay, but what you do is so. In other words, you're you're rolling dice. Oh, it's similar to. Um, didn't we play a game with the with oh with the rolling the dice and you pass the paper around? Uh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is a way more fun version of that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. So I've done it for like Halloween. Okay. Where you stick candy in it, uh, you know, and I've we've done it for Christmas where you put mm-hmm. like presents in it and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where you're like unrolling the whole thing, yeah, and you know because you're rolling dice, so you get as many gifts as as you can, you know what I mean? Because you're unrolling the saran wrap, whatever falls out is yours, whatever and falls your out is yours, sure, sure. and then they're trying to roll the dice because they're like, oh, I want my turn, yeah, <laughs> you know, before he. Gets all the good it games. is so much fun and it's hilarious. How could somebody not have fun doing that? She said that they were just like really slow and just kind of whatever, just kind of slowly doing it. Maybe it's they like, should have no. done it with wine. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone to the Word of Life podcast. And I have to say right up front that when Jay, if you remember when we were planning this series, yes, and we were thinking of people in our congregation who we wanted to have on to talk about Christmas and to talk about joy, our number one draft pick. This is not a knock against not, any of our other yep. guests. No, no, no. Our number, number one, one draft, draft pick, pick yep. was our guest today, Crystal Rosen. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. You guys need to get a better draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So this, is what, this is what we have told everyone about the anticipation of you coming on is you have the best laugh I've ever heard. And you laugh so easily. I mean, like, everything makes you laugh. It's great. We love the amount of joy that you have. See, if you ask my family, it's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you about that one. <laughs> um, Crystal, one, so this is where we kind of want to start off. Um, 
the, the guests that we've had so far are folks that would say that they have been around Word of Life for, uh, for, a, while, for a while, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of everyone that we have had on so far, um, your family has been here that shortest amount of time. So I'm guessing that there are a lot of people listening that just don't know you and Andrew very well enough. Can you give us a little bit of intro? Uh, where are you from? Um, and, and how did you end up here at Word of Life? Now, wait a minute. You can't go into, like, the silent laugh. I mean, like, I just complimented your laugh. It's just like, oh, if you're going to compliment my laugh, I'm going to go silent laugh on you. Exactly. Okay. No. So I grew up in a super small town, 30 minutes south of the Canadian border. Only 40 people live in there. In Minnesota? In Minnesota. What, what's, you, you can name drop. It's Strathcona. Okay. Yeah, it's super small. And I'm, small. I'm related okay. to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. you got to get out of town if you want so, to marry. Okay, so, because so, I would awesome. say I grew up near the border as well. Yes. In Minot. Um, so where, like, give us, like, some landmarks. So here. do you know where Rosa is? I do. Okay, so we are literally directly between Rosa and Thief River Falls. Okay. So my dad sure. worked at Polaris in Roseau. Oh, cool. So, yeah. We live there. I grew up there. My parents still live in the house I grew up in. That's where we go to visit. And yeah, so it's six hours away from here. Wow. Yep. Wow. I, I grew up on both sides of the border. <laughs> what? I grew up on both sides of the border. The Jersey side and the New York side. <laughs> <laughs> Not that border, though. <laughs> yes. So, but, okay, so you grew up up north. Yes. And how did you meet Andrew? So I met Andrew through um, his cousin, because I was friends with his cousin, because I don't know if you guys ever went to Spirit Fest in Detroit Lakes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a Christian Wee Fest. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you said we fest. I thought you said. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know, every episode we have to remind Pastor Ray this is a church podcast. (laughs) No, so, and they happened to hold it at the same place. And so we ended up meeting his cousin and then got connected with Andrew through being friends with his cousin. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, then how, so then, so we lived in Fargo, well, actually Dilworth for mm, six, seven years. Yeah. I worked in insurance for about 10 years when we lived in the area. Then we moved to Detroit Lakes, lived there for two years, and then we were looking for a new job and it brought us down here to New Prague, LeSueur area. And how did you hear of Word of Life? So we went to um, Triumph in Moorhead. Yeah. So when Andrew and I first got married, um, he went here. He grew up Lutheran, Missouri Synod. I grew up very small conservative church in Strathcona that was non-denominational. And we wanted to do something that was kind of mutual and comfortable for both of us. And so we found Triumph Lutheran Brethren when we lived in Moorhead. And That's, we uh, loved it. A small, a small church. Yeah, and it was I understand the, the connection there. Oh, oh, oh okay. it was not the size. I'm like that. That church is larger than the town that you came from. Oh, I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But no, but we loved what the Lutheran Brethren, the type of service that they had, and it just was a good compromise for both of us with the way we were up. That's awesome. That's cool. That was on recommendation of Jeff Seaver. Yes. Who has connections to this congregation. Absolutely. Yes. This is where he grew up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Small world. It is. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, because I know when we moved down here, he was the one who told us about you. Yeah. He texted Andrew right. right away and was like, oh my goodness, Nick is moving down there too. You got to get together. That's right. That's right. Yeah. See, I like, to, I like to take a lot of credit, um, period. Um, <laughs> but in this case, yeah, because I remember talking with Pastor Jeff and, yeah. and heard that there was a family coming down here and, um, and, and the rest is history, as they say. And so, here they are. That's awesome. Here we are. <laughs> awesome. So we're asking, uh, we're, we're, as we're leading up towards Christmas, we're asking everybody, and we, I can't wait to hear the answer now, <laughs> um, what is your favorite Christmas memory? Okay, so I had to come up with a funny one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how funny it's going to be to you guys. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but, okay, so the funny one, so when we were younger, our family had massive Christmas gatherings because my great-grandmother was alive. So we had all the whole sides for both sides of the family. So we're talking like 50, 60 people wow. getting together. And so my aunt Fern, or she's talking my great aunt Fern, she was the grumpiest person, hated kids. And there's a ton of kids at this gathering. Okay. Sure. It's and Christmas. so <laughs> we happened to be at my aunt's house and she has a daughter who's right between me and my sister in age. And so we were playing hide and seek. What else do you play at a family gathering oh, at winter in the house? My sister and my cousin hid in the bathroom in the shower. And my aunt Fern went in to use the bathroom. <laughs> and they did not say anything to her oh, until no. she was done. And they started laughing hysterically. She pulled the curtain and said, what are you girls doing in here? And they ran out and she was furious. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Aunt Fern! <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And we still talk about it to this day. I mean, we were so young. So now anytime at family gatherings... Use the bathroom, check the shower. Okay. It's <laughs> a good if, if you head up north, if you head up north this Christmas, <laughs> open that shower curtain. You never know what's behind there. <laughs> so there's your funny one. Did you have another one that you well, wanted to tell too? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you had, some, you know, like, like a stockpile of like Christmas stories here. I told you I had to prep for this, okay? <laughs> Come with all these things. No, the other one was just... um just a fun memory of the there was a massive snowstorm one year I remember and all of the family had to stay at my parents house and so we all got trapped at my parents house so people were sleeping all over the floor I mean anywhere you can find a bed because nobody could drive in the massive snowstorm that's so, cool yeah that's cool that's when you really put the put the family in family is when, you know <laughs> yes. people are sleeping on the floor and everything else that's just great yep. we'll be right back to our episode but first Here's some show and tell. Well, it's it's time for show and tell on the Word of Life podcast. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and I've kind of been on a hat kick. And so if you will allow me to be your um, your model. Yeah. So you, well, or at least your display dummy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one. So you should know that the Word of Life podcast is in both 
audio and video. So obviously this, this doesn't make very good radio. But if you look at it on our Facebook page, YouTube page, you can see the lovely hat. Um, Are you saying that the warm fuzzies of this hat is not going to come across the podcast airwaves? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm sure. It, I, I think people will just have to distinguish between your velvety voice and, <laughs> the, you know, I, just throwing it out there. Um, but no, so show and tell today is a is a unique one because if you like it you can get one for yourself from us so wayfarer if you don't know what wayfarer is wayfarer is the name of our student ministries here at word of life um, it is a ministry that is for sixth through 12th graders and their families yeah. um and uh we've done youth ministry student ministry here at word of life for eons a long time um, Long before you and me. There, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it went through a little bit of a rebrand this year, and that rebrand is Wayfair. And check out this logo. Yeah, absolutely. And again, if you can't see it, it's a gorgeous um, custom logo yeah. done by shout out to Annalisa Overgaard. Thank you, Annalisa. Uh, who is going to be, she doesn't know this yet. <laughs> Are you gonna? You're, yeah, you tip, tip, tip the hat. Yeah, we're calling her out. She's gonna be a future guest. Annalisa, we hope that you will say yes, say yes to yeah. going on to the Word of Life podcast because you actually really do provide a lot for Word of Life, and, and and just there's a lot of people who don't know you, so it'd be neat. But so these hats, these Wayfair hats, here's here's the deal, podcast listeners, and and this part's not gonna be on the video. Okay. You have to listen to this on the podcast audio. Wow. This is not only bonus content. This is super secret bonus content. If you come find me or shoot me a message or whatever and you say, hey, I heard about the podcast offer. I will get you one of these hats for half off. Half? So they're normally $10. But if you tell me that you heard this on the podcast, I will knock 50% off the price for you. You can get a hat for $5. That's a sweet deal, man. So there you go. Get yourself a Wayfair hat. You're going to love it. Um, yeah. It's warm. It's cozy. It's it's got a, this this killer pom-pom on here with all the colors for the uh, from the logo. It's just great. Uh, really kind of styled like, like one of the... The hockey, uh, you know, stocking caps. It's just killer. I just love it. So if you want one of these, you email me, nick at wordoflifemn.com. Promo code. Hey, Nick, I heard it on the podcast. It's a long (laughs) one. Yeah, I know. And we'll get you one of these hats for half off. Half off. That's awesome. And now, back to the episode. Well, uh, this Advent, as we are working through our midweek Advent podcast, we are focusing on the major themes from our Advent wreath or, or Advent celebration of hope, peace, joy, love, and Christ. So do you have a favorite? We've got five. Do you have a favorite to, uh, that you want to pick from? So I'm totally not going to lie. Okay. I had to, like, honestly, like, research each of them last night and just... Read through what each would mean. Because like I said, yeah, 
I did not grow up Lutheran, so the Advent wreath and everything is newer to me, like within the last 15 years. So I totally understand. I did not grow up Lutheran either. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't have an Advent wreath growing up or nope. anything. I totally get where you're at with that one. Yes. So I'm like, I'm going to research this instead of just saying, oh, it's joy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right? But after researching them and looking at it and kind of reading up on all of them, I do actually really like Joy. Joy and Peace were like my two top, but I think Joy tops it off All right. for me. You get the special category. That's right. You know that. Yes. Well, that's why I, I was like reading into that, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why they chose me, because my middle name's Joy, and my last name's Rosen, no, and it's a right. rose color. <laughs> there you go. Oh that's perfect. That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> now I wish we had the advent wreath out on the table uh, here. <laughs> You, know. can, um, you guys are slacking here. What's going on? We can CGI something. <laughs> That's right. We just like you know, put that in there. Yeah, we'll know. have it floating above you, you know, or something like that. Um, well, hey, if we're talking about if we're talking about joy, which we are, and um, we're going to check out our uh, verses for this Sunday. Our verses for the Sunday come from Matthew chapter one, and uh, and so reading in Jesus' name because it's God's word, not mine. Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying Joseph son of David do not fear to take Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which means God with us. When Joseph woke from the sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Here ends the reading to God's word. Uh, we each have some uh, pretty active homes, even during uh, COVID times, and we've got a lot going on. I wonder... If, if Joseph was just so busy that the, the only time the angel could figure out how to like, you know, like get a message to him was to wait until he was sleeping, you know, to like appear in a dream. Um, you ever feel like you're that busy? No. <laughs> maybe, Never. Maybe that's, just a, maybe that's just something that, you know, specific to a man. So it's the only time. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't think so. I do not think so. Like, you can I, try to think that. I've I've been to their house. We've stopped by their house. Like it's a busy household. Those kiddos are ready to roll. You know, they're having a ton of fun and they're bouncing. You know. Yes, you saw our toy room. <laughs> I saw the toy room. That's right. <laughs> you we, know exactly how busy they are. We 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 did some we did some video in the in their toy room. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> so much fun. What What's your busiest time? 
um, when the kids are awake. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Are they awake? <laughs> That's when it's busy. <laughs> so what do you do in your downtime? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of downtime. No, not a lot. Um, No, like for me to do my downtime, honestly, I just like to just sit and watch TV. Like that is what gets my brain to slow down and mm-hmm. to stop and just not even think and just watch TV. That's what I do. For our listeners, can you, um, uh, how many kids ages? We have three kids, five, three, and one. Oh, hang on. And they are awesome. <laughs> Remember those days, Jay? Just barely. <laughs> Distant memory. Distant memory. <laughs> Like I've told you, if you ever want to borrow them, <laughs> let me know. It's just like it's crazy it's because uh, you know somebody somebody was watching me uh, with a with a kid at, at church. This is pre COVID, and um, and they said, "Oh, Jay, you are so good with kids. You should have another kid." And I'm like, "You're." crazy i'm literally closer to being a grandpa than i am to having another child (laughs) do you know do you know anybody who's like joseph somebody who just wants to do the right thing but occasionally life seems to just kind of get in the way um you, you know just that person who just wants to do the right thing so Andrew wanted me to say him. <laughs> awesome. Why? <laughs> yeah. Because he always wants to do the right thing. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> um, but, you know, because I was thinking about it and, like, the whole aspect of wanting to do the right thing, but having an internal conflict and mm-hmm. stuff, the person I would say that I know probably closest to him would be my father-in-law. Okay. And the reason I say that is because Honestly, I think my father-in-law is a saint. Like, he is one of the most patient people I think I've ever met. And he doesn't... I don't think I've ever heard him say a bad word about anybody. But yet, I also know that he can have some worries and anxiety on some things. And things do concern him. But he tries not to let you see it and Mm. tries to internalize it. But yet, he always wants to do the right thing, what will help somebody else. He's very selfless in that way and i would say he's probably the closest person i know to joseph in the way his personality is portrayed at least right i mean because we do we see we see this glimpse of joseph mm-hmm. and 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 he and he just really wants to do the right thing mm-hmm. you know and he also doesn't want to hurt mary in the process and so you know he's like uh you know just I don't want to put her to shame. Don't yep. want her to get, you know, like stoned to death or any of that sort of stuff. And so just trying to, you know, put this thing away quietly and then bam, angel invasion. <laughs> right. You know, like that just seems tough. Um, I th- I think this whole like Mary is going to give birth to the son of God is unbelievable. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of conversations Mary and Joseph had, like kind of pre-angelic visit, but th- that's unbelievable, and 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 maybe it was unbelievable for for Joseph too. He obviously knew she was with child, so there was. Mm-hmm. S- Somebody said something, you know. <laughs> Either that, or they waited a while, and it became, you know obvious 
it's one of those things, right? But I mean, like, you know, what do you think about that whole unbelievable aspect? I wouldn't want to have that conversation with Joseph if I were married. <laughs> yeah. That would be, I think, one of the hardest conversations to have with someone that you're betrothed to. I would feel for her because she doesn't know what he's going to do. And especially if, you know, I don't know if they've had a marriage or not a marriage, but like a relationship before, even a friendship. Right. Who knows? We don't know. So um, I think that would be a super, super hard conversation as a woman to have with somebody. And also trying to convince them, too, that, you know what, this, you know, God impregnated me. Like, it was nothing else. And I think that'd be a super hard conversation to have. Yeah. And I, when I think about, like, the God and some of the stuff that he does, it really is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. What do you find unbelievable about God or, or what God has done? What I, just being a parent myself and having little ones, I find it unbelievable that he would even send his son down to earth. Because me as a parent, I can't even imagine like sending one of my daughters away and knowing full well that the world isn't going to accept them and isn't going to like them and appreciate them. And ultimately, he's going to die on a cross. Like that is just to me unbelievable that as a parent, you would do that. Boy, I've never... That's really interesting. I've never thought about the the weight on the parenthood of God. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, that and that that's part of the plan of salvation that is utterly unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, and and as we think about this plan of salvation and, and the hugeness of it, there's so many elements that are unbelievable. And yet, we do. You know, we yep. do believe that God sent His Son into an into an unforgiving, unaccepting environment of people, um, knowing all along that He would be mm-hmm. rejected and eventually crucified, um, dying in our place. And you you see it right in the right even in these verses as as the angel is talking uh you know to joseph in verse 21 she will bear a son and you shall call his name jesus for he will save his people from their sins Mm -hmm. there's like this foretaste of of the sacrificial lamb Mm -hmm. that is just kind of like put there uh and and to me like you said that's unbelievable Mm -hmm. um not to mention the whole unbelievable part about, like, you know, he shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. I mean, he's also God. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Just put that out there. You know, <laughs> that little unbelievable tidbit, you know, that, that God, the Son of God, God with us, you know, he's going to come and hang out. Yep. That's unbelievable. I think if you like just sit and kind of just think about it, like the whole concept of God's plan, if you really just ponder it, it is just because honestly, like it just kind of 
amazes me, like, that he would do this. Right. That he honestly loves us so much that he would do that and do that and make his son a sacrificial lamb for us. Yeah. And, and then, we, you know, as we, as we look at or as we hear this, this message of salvation, this unbelievable message of salvation, mm-hmm. um, we too get to respond to it. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we, we've heard of Mary's response to it. Mary's response to it was, let it be to me. And, mm-hmm. and, and then we get to check out you know, Joseph's, you know, response to it tonight. And, and just hearing Joseph's response wasn't verbal. We have no words from Joseph's response. All we have is action. Mm-hmm. You know? He took his wife, and the baby was born, and he named him Jesus. In just both responses of obedience. Don't be afraid to take her as his wife. He took her, but didn't, you know, mm-hmm. didn't know her in the biblical sense. Um, and, you know, the angel said, You'll sh- you shall name him Jesus, and he named him Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of obedience. A lot more than I think a lot of people have. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, when we think about our response to, to God's message, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know that it's always, you know, o- an overwhelming response to an active obedience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's happening in your house, but... You know, in your, you know, in my <laughs> house, my kids aren't little and, and, you know, as young as yours are. It's not immediate obedience even now. And, and my kids are like adults, <laughs> you know. It's not like, you know, you know, immediate obedience. It's uh, our response. My own response is an immediate <laughs> obedience. <laughs> About the only person I immediately obey is me. Uh, don't you mean Heidi? I mean, <laughs> Heidi! That's right, it's Heidi! <laughs> Actually, right now, right now, as we're, as we're, as we're taping, Heidi's on crutches, and so there, there's a lot of obedience happening. <laughs> Since she's in, she's, she's in recovery and on crutches, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of, you know, fetching of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a dumb story. Hey listeners, before I tell this very pointless story, I thought I should let you know that I decided to take the name out of it afterwards. So every time you hear a that is where the name should be. That is not me cussing or swearing on this podcast. I just decided to take the name out because I did not ask permission to tell the story beforehand. Anyways, just wanted to explain what you're about to hear. Thanks. There's a uh, there's a pastor in the LB um, named he's a LB pastor. He and I went to the same high school, and uh, I was um, I would have been a middle schooler when he was a senior, but was um, um, I think he played linebacker. He was just he was kind of one of the cool kids at school. Okay. Yeah. And one day he is a little larger than life, just personality. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out. Love to, it. Shout out to. <laughs> But uh, he came to school one day on crutches, 
right, during football season. And he's kind of hobbling around the school, and all of the girls at school are like, oh, can I carry your books for you, my You know, he's just getting babied all morning long. We get to the lunchroom, to cut all the way to the front of the line, so he's carrying his tray, and he hobbles onto the bus to go to go to football practice because it was uh, off campus. And we, we we get there, and the bus, you know, the door opens, and is like charging down the stairs and he's getting ready for practice. It was like, what? What's the deal with the crutches? Yeah, what's wrong? He's like, ah, that was just a bit. That was just a bit. And so he like practice all day. We get back and we get back to the school. He hobbles off the bus. So I don't know if Heidi's. Uh, I don't think she's pulling a bit over at your house. But that's that's yeah. my trying to bring it yeah. back around. She is not. She's not milking it. Not even yeah. a little bit. Yeah. A matter of fact, I think that the person that Heidi gets to practice obeying is a physical therapist. Who's mm. like, calm it down there. You know? <laughs> Baby steps towards recovery here. That would be so tough. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. I don't know. As we think about you know Joseph and a. And an angel trying to fit into his busy schedule, and it was like, I don't know, I'm not gonna be able to visit him. I think I'm just gonna visit him <laughs> in his sleep, you know, just to like get in, uh, you know. And and then the just the unbelievable message of salvation that he gets to hear, and then mm-hmm. his his active obedient response. Mm-hmm. I find that just to be hugely encouraging. That there there aren't there aren't a lot of words required. There isn't, there, there's no speech recorded of, of Joseph or anything like that. You know, no, no, no big, you know, like a repeat after me. You know, it, it, it's, it, it, but this, this simple, faithful, active obedience. And, and we know, based mm-hmm. on his actions, that Joseph believed God. Mm-hmm. Joseph believed God. Jesus is exactly who he said he would be. The one who saves us from our sins. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Well, Crystal, before uh, before we end, okay? Okay. Everyone everyone that's come on so far. You're going to love this part. Yeah, this is, um, is, you know, speaking of football practices, kind of running the gauntlet, okay? Okay. Welcome to... The Christmas Blitz. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so I have some questions prepared. They are like this or that questions. Okay, so we just need like your first answer. Okay. And then if you have like a story, a little description why you chose that, let us know, okay? Right. Gut response. Yeah. Gut level responses. Okay. You got this. Christmas Blitz. All right. Got you, it. Do you need to get pumped up? Do you need to get pumped up? This is about as pumped as you're going to get. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here is, okay, I'll start off with an easy one. For Christmas, are you more red and green or gold and silver? Red and green. Red and green? Yeah. Any, was that the lights on the tree and, or? Uh, no, like I just rather, to me, Christmas is red and green. It's totally. not green and silver. Yeah. I mean, granted, I do have green and, or I do have like gold and silver stuff in my house, but no, it's red and green. Red and green. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, uh, Crystal, you have a young family at home. Yeah. Yeah. As do I. So um, maybe Jay hasn't thought about this in a few years. <laughs> but 
Charlie Brown Christmas or The Grinch? Um, honestly, never seen Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. And I've only just recently watched The Grinch because of my kids. Oh, there you go. So, so The Grinch. We'll go The Grinch. I now, know. I know. The, now, The Jim Carrey Grinch or... <laughs> the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. 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 Have you yeah. seen The Jim Carrey Grinch? I have seen The Jim Carrey yeah. Grinch. And it, I, I'm wondering why we're still talking about The Jim Carrey Oh, Grinch. it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awful. Yeah. Like... Yeah. My kids love it. We mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, granted, we could get into some family stuff here, and and I don't want you know family getting mad at me, but like, were you not allowed to watch TV as a child, or did they not have it that far north, like the, like the TV signals or something like that? Well, you know, the joke is is that you had to go to the bathroom in the outhouse, <laughs> but you don't. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but you don't. No, they did, did have plumbing, apparently. <laughs> Although internet was slow for a long time. Okay, but. No, we just never, like, it's just never been a priority, I guess. We just never, if I, anything, like the Christmas movie that we always watch was Rudolph. Okay. I am telling you what, Linus's Christmas speech at the end of Charlie Brown Christmas, like, half the time I'd rather listen to that than my own Christmas speech. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I not it kidding. It does need to be in the Robeson household this year. But do you not realize it's like a big controversial thing right now, Charlie Brown Christmas, because it's only on Apple TV, I think it is. Oh, that's right. And yeah. they're not broadcasting it free this year. This is the first year it's not that's being right. broadcasted free. So I you have to this. have Apple TV to watch Charlie Brown Christmas. So I am okay. up on the news about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hadn't heard any of that. I'm not up on the news. I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Forgo politics covid yeah the charlie brown controversy is real yeah but it's always been on like pbs no apple tv bought the licensing for it so it's only apple tv if you want to watch it i am a massive apple fan and like have been for a very long time but apple (laughs) if you listen that's a bad look (laughs) Like, actually, as I look around, I can't even count the number of Apple products in this office. Like, Apple, that's a bad look. Come on, man. Um, you said that you sold insurance yeah. in Fargo. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming that you worked kind of in an office setting. Yes. So, White Elephant or Secret Santa? Um, I am all for White Elephant because my family actually still does it. There you go. Nice. There yeah. you go. Yeah, we do themes every year, and we started it with Andrew side too. But my family, um, our theme this year is five dollars. Find the weirdest and craziest gifts you could possibly find. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, crazy five dollar. Yep. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Incredible, incredible. Um, and I have one more for you. It's probably the biggest one. It's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Opening presents, is that what you're asking? Just the whole, what do you prefer? Just whole in general. Um, I prefer Christmas Day. Um, my family, our big Christmas gathering was always Christmas Eve. So we always did that with my extended family uh, on Christmas Eve. And that's sure. still the tradition today. But Christmas Day was always family time. And that's, my mom would not let us open stockings or presents early at all. And so you had to wait till Christmas Day. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. Is there a, uh, like a specific... Christmas Day, um, like a tradition that you that just has to happen. 
And if there is, is there something that we should all consider adding to our Christmas Day celebrations? <laughs> no, there is no like. <laughs> there's no. There's really? no real like Christmas Day tradition other than the kids can open their stockings right when they wake up, but mm-hmm. you have to wait for everybody to open presents. Okay, I've got a. Since you both have kids that are younger, yeah. I'm gonna throw out a Lang family Christmas tradition okay. that you may want to consider. Um, it is. It is 100% selfish on the part of my of the, of the parents, okay? Okay. So every Christmas Eve after the kids go to bed, I would hide their stockings somewhere in the house. Now, we would I was mostly kind most of the time in that like the younger the kid is, the easier it is to find and stuff like that. And you're not allowed to bl- you're not allowed to blow it. If you find somebody else's, you know, like stocking, you're not allowed to be like, yeah. "Hey Charlie, it's over here." You know, you can't say, can't say that, <laughs> right? So, we hide the stockings, okay? Mm-hmm. And so that way as soon as the kids come down, the first thing they have to do before we do anything is they have to find their stockings. Now, this gives us plenty of time to get up, make a pot of coffee, make up a little tea for Heidi, <laughs> and because everybody's... Because the Lang kids were too slow to find their stockings. <laughs> No, because I'm that good at hiding the stockings. I'm, I'm not calling out. <laughs> I'm that good at hiding the stockings. You go ahead and ask those land kids. There's been some pretty epic hiding spots, you know. And who's the quickest land kid? Who's the best stocking finder? Now you do have to call your kids now, out. Now I do have to call my kids out. Um, actually, I would say that Doug is this best stocking finder, but not usually his own. <laughs> Like, he'll find every other stocking in the entire family other than his first. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's you know. Funny. Doug, we, we wish you good luck this year. <laughs> Break the street, buddy. Bree is the least competitive stocking, sure. you know, <laughs> stocking finder. She just is really depending upon help from her siblings. <laughs> See, that would be Olivia, and it will end in tears if she's not the first one. Oh, well, that would be. <laughs> You may not want to consider this one. For me, it was literally all about, like, this gives me time to put a little something in the oven, you know, to warm up for for breakfast. It gives me time to, like, make make some coffee, make some, you know, some tea for Heidi, bring it to her. Everybody's, like, kind of running around looking for stockings. I'm like, oh, this is the best idea ever. Well, on that note, (laughs) Crystal. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. You are welcome. We had so much fun. (laughs) And to you and yours, we wish Merry Christmas. And a whole lot of Christmas joy. Thank you. And listeners, we'll catch you next time. (laughs) 